0: Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. Here we talk about weight, body image, emotional eating, and other personal development topics. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University and IrresistibleIcing.com. Hello, Irresistible You. We are back today with one of the last episodes of 2018 I know. I'm just like, how did this happen? Where did 2018 go? And what the F was that? (laughs) Uh, I don't know how your year went. My year wasn't bad, but it was a year that was like full of the unknown, full of not even knowing what was going to happen in a month or two months from now. And when you're living in that constant, fear of the unknown and having that insecurity it's a really stress inducing place to be and I just don't know where the year went and I don't like to think that way I like to be really mindful and appreciate and be present of the moment of all the different special occasions even the day-to-day things so that I don't get to the end of the year and I'm like well where did that go I just I hate that feeling um And I think a lot of us go through that because we're just trying to survive. We're just trying to get through the day. And when you've been in a survival year, sometimes that's an accomplishment in itself because you just had to get through it. But that's really not the topic for today. The topic for today is around all the feelings that are going to start coming up and maybe are already coming up for you as we get to the last couple weeks of the year. And I want to talk about that from the perspective, obviously, of, you know, being overweight and dealing with body image issues, because there's a lot of feelings right now that can come up as we approach the new year. It can cause a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. And if have you ever noticed that? Have you ever noticed that you feel some type of way as it gets closer to the end of the year? And I'll be real with you, I get this feeling towards the end of the year, and I also get like this right before my birthday, like right before these big milestones where we're actually entering like another like another year, another dimension, I guess. <laughs> um, and I start getting these feelings of like, you know, did I do enough? Uh, you know, I didn't accomplish XYZ. I feel like I haven't, you know, I feel like I'm not giving it my all. I feel like I didn't, you know, like all these like feelings come up and I want to talk specifically around weight because I'll paint a picture for you. This is definitely something that's happened to me many times in the past, but it goes a little bit like this. It's New Year's Eve. And there's a party I'm going to. And I was supposed to have this like fierce, hot, sparkly outfit to wear. And I waited to the last minute to buy something because I thought that I would have lost 50, 60 pounds by now. And I didn't order anything online, which I order all my clothes online because there's cuter stuff online. Hello. Um, And now the party is tonight. Like today is New Year's Eve, let's just say. This is the picture I'm painting for you. Tonight is New Year's Eve. I have nothing to wear in my closet and I need to find an outfit at the last minute and the stores are limited in what they sell that is cute, stylish, fierce, and plus-sized and now I am confined by what the store has and I have to buy whatever they have for me. So I try on thing after thing after thing and I hate all of it Um to where it, it literally ends in me sitting in a dressing room surrounded by clothes and crying and pinching my fat and calling myself all these names and telling myself, you know, I can't believe you're here again. I can't believe you did this to yourself. Once again, how the hell did you get here? Because last year on New Year's Eve, you were standing in the exact same dressing room making the same exact promise to yourself that this would be the last time The last time that you would go through this and make yourself feel this way. Because this would be the year that not only would you lose weight, you would lose all of the weight and get to goal so that you could just pick whatever dress you wanted off the rack at any given time and put it on, feel good, look good, run out the store and be on your way. Except here you are again. You're right back where you started from. And not only did you not lose the weight, you've gained some of it back. You've gained even more weight. And now you're not happy about going to this party. You're not happy about celebrating with your friends or your family. You're not happy about ringing in the new year because the new year to you represents all the things you're not. The new year to you represents the things that you weren't able to accomplish The new year to you represents all the regrets of the time you wasted, all the food that you ate to soothe your feelings and make you feel better. It represents all the things that went wrong and that the year is over and now what ends up happening is there's all this pressure to say, okay, here I am again. Let me make the same the same resolution, set the same goals. The new year is here and I now have to do this all or nothing. And that's where things get really dangerous because now you've promised yourself that the only way I'm going to feel happy, the only way I'm going to lose the weight is to... Do this thing all or nothing. And all or nothing thinking is a big trap that most of us fall into when we struggle with food and weight. And that all or nothing thinking is constantly reminding you that no matter what you do, it's not enough, right? So, does that situation sound familiar to you? It's so familiar to me. I've been there so many times. And It is a horrible, horrible place to be. And I want to say that if you're in that place right now, I will hold space for you. I understand it and it will get better. I promise you it can get better. So when we think about the new year and all of this anxiety-inducing stuff that the new year is doing, I want to give you a couple of tips today to power through some of that. And number one is to remember that who you are on New Year's Eve is who you are on January 1st right? Because we make this big promise. It's the all or nothing thing of like, okay, I'm going to go enjoy myself tonight on New Year's Eve. I'm going to drink all the drinks, have all the food, do all the things. And tomorrow I'm going to start fresh. I'm not going to have one blip on my food journal. I'm not going to have one blip on my exercise routine for the month. And I'm going to drink all my water and I'm going to like do all the things. And January 1st comes, girl, you are hungover first of all. First of all, you're hungover, okay? So what exactly are you going to do when you're hungover? Like, I know what I do. I have to eat a cheeseburger. Like, you need grease. (laughs) So that to me right there is already like, womp, womp, womp. Like, how are you really going to get going when you had all the drinks, all the rosé last night, and now you're just supposed to magically, like, feel amazing? No. So first and foremost... I want you to understand that just because there's another... And here we go with the numbers. It's always about the damn numbers. Just because there's another number at the end of the calendar, at the the date, doesn't mean you have to make 500,000 changes in one night. Does that make sense to you? Because you're not going to magically become this mindful, active, um, you know, person who loves herself and loves her body on January 1st if you were sitting in a dressing room pinching your fat and crying on the floor of the dressing room the night before. You don't just magically become that new person. You can make a decision that you want to change, but you're not going to magically just be this, you know, healthy, balanced, aligned human being that's on this, like, Look, look at me now. It doesn't happen that way, and I wish that it did happen that way. But it's a process, and like I say all the time, it's a journey. Right? It is this is a this is a lifelong journey. So, number one thing is understand that who you are on New Year's Eve is the exact same person you are on January 1st. And I don't say that to discourage you because we're going to talk about Ways to start creating that change. All right. Number two. And I've said this several times already in this episode. You have to kick the all or nothing thinking to the curb. Say that again. You have to kick the all or nothing thinking to the curb. All or nothing thinking is what got you where you're at. All or nothing thinking is what caused you to gain so much weight in the first place. You know, an example of this is you set out the day saying, I'm going to eat really good today, I'm going to eat healthy, you have a great breakfast you go to work and lunch comes and they're going to do a lunch out with your team to celebrate some event, somebody's birthday. And now you had birthday cake and you ate too much at lunch. And now you feel like a failure once again. So instead of just taking control and getting back to it at dinner, you just decide the hell with it. I'm going to snack all afternoon. I'm going to, you know, get Chinese takeout for dinner. I don't need to go to the gym. I already ate like crap today and everything just goes to shit. So all or nothing thinking, this is how I love to think about it, is if I'm driving down the road on my little journey, because we're always on this journey, and if I'm driving down the road and all of a sudden I get a flat tire, what do I do? What do you do? You pull over and you either fix a flat, you put on the spare tire, or you go to a shop and get a new one. Can you imagine how ridiculous it would be to see someone on the side of the road pulled over with a flat tire and they take out a knife and they just slash all the other three? Why would you do that? When you have three great tires, you just need to like put this little patch on one of them and move on with your day, okay? So all or nothing thinking. Another thing about that is when we were talking about who you are on December 31st is the same person you are on January 1st. When you don't believe that and you think that when, just because it's January 1st, you're going to drink the green smoothies and go to the gym for two hours and you know eat the kale and all this ridiculous stuff, um, that's all or nothing thinking because you were not that person before. And so trying to do it all At one time is where it gets super dangerous for you. And that's how you end up starting and stopping, starting and stopping, starting and stopping because everything is all or nothing. So kick the all or nothing thinking to the curb and allow yourself the space to make mistakes, learn from them, and move on. And that brings me to the tip number three is recognize the power of small steps and small changes. So what does that mean? So years and years and years ago, many years ago, all I ever drank was real Coke, real Pepsi, right? Everyone that knows me knows I don't do coffee. I had now I do diet Pepsi, but I always drank real soda. I thought that diet soda was absolutely disgusting. I thought it had an aftertaste and I just rebelled against it. I didn't want anything to do with it. And When I realized how many calories were in real soda, how much sugar was there, and like how unhealthy it was, and like that was one thing I could change, I was like, okay, cool. I will substitute the real soda for Diet Pepsi. That did not happen quickly. It was like every time I would get it, I was like, this tastes disgusting. I can't do this. But I did it. And now, I mean, this is like, I don't even know how many, this is like way back to like high school time. I mean, honestly, now, I can, like, if they mess up my drink and give me a real Coke or Pepsi, I return it because I cannot stand the taste. I, like, I can't even tell you. I can't stand it. I think it's absolutely disgusting. If you would have told that to me many years ago, I would have never believed you that I would be a, like, a diet Pepsi drinker, right? And I know there's people that are going to criticize me for my diet Pepsi. Have a seat. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to drink my Diet Pepsi. It's like the one thing I have, right? It makes me happy. I like it. I don't drink a ton of it, but I do have it every day. So again, this goes back to the power of making small changes and taking small steps. If I tried to cut the soda, incorporate water, um, drink the green smoothies, you know, eat clean, do all of those things that we do to be healthier in our diet, if I tried to do all of that at one time... Obviously, I'm gonna quit, and I have the proof of that because I've done it in the past, and I always end up quitting. So, if you can kick the all or nothing thinking and instead think about all right, I'm gonna like start with small little steps. And you know, for me, I also many years ago never, ever, ever drank water, it made me gag. (laughs) I know this is so weird. I hated water, I thought it was disgusting, it made me gag. And I realized that I needed to drink more and I slowly started. I think I started with like the carbonated strawberry water or something. I just started drinking. those. like, Oh, this isn't so bad. Well, now I'm like a water like fiend. I have at least a hundred ounces a day. And if I don't drink my water, I feel um, like sluggish. I feel gross. I feel bloated. So again, The power of small steps because if you would have told me then, oh, one day you'll be drinking 100 ounces of water, I would never believe you, right? And I was also the person, I didn't eat vegetables. I didn't eat fruit and I eat all of those things now and I love it. So try to look at small things that you can actually change and implement into your lifestyle instead of trying to do it all on January 1st. I hope that makes sense. Okay, the fourth tip that I want to uh, give you today as we're thinking about the new year and all that stuff is getting into the practice of staying mindful and present and living in the moment. But, but, let me say this. So one of the like values I have in my life is to be in the moment and stay present because I don't like when you know, this time comes like right now where I'm like, oh my God, where did the year go? Or where did the month go? Or, you know, and it's like, it's like, where was I? I was here, but I wasn't here, right? So when you can be more mindful and present, you don't have those feelings as often because you're able to enjoy everything happening in the here and now. Now, I want to add on to that. There's a phrase, and I think I actually just said it, but when you, when people say, oh, just live in the moment, you know, that actually gives me a lot of stress, that phrase. I don't like it. Live in the moment. Like live or live in the moment as if it's your last day, that kind of stuff. I don't like that because that makes me feel like, oh my God, I can't get everything done today that I like need to get done. So I just try to be mindful and be in the moment, but be realistic about my time and how much energy I have to give things. Because if I have the mentality of like, live like it's your last day, and that gives me so much stress, and I cannot stand that type of thinking. So be mindful, be present, but also be realistic to honor your time and your energy, because we only have so much of that in one day. Now, number five that I want you to do, and so many times we... We don't do this. And that's why the anxiety starts rising in our body because we're thinking about, I didn't lose the weight. I didn't accomplish that goal. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Yada, yada, yada. And we don't take the time to reflect and look at how much we accomplished. And I shared a little bit with this um, in the private Irresistible You Facebook group about the exercise I did when I did my bizcation and I wrote down for the year all the things that I accomplished and all the things that um, were a challenge to me. Um, But that was so eye-opening to see it right in front of me on paper and to realize, oh my gosh, like here I am like getting down on myself, but look how much I actually accomplished because you forget. You really forget all the things. What I want you to also do is take this a step further. So not only write down the things that you accomplished, but I also want you to write on this list all of the things that were like pushing up against you. So what do I mean by that? Like what other obstacles were happening in your life? Because when I wrote all of my stuff down, I then wrote, plus, I put, plus, I did all of these things with a toddler at home full time and no childcare. Because <laughs> to me, like, that was a huge accomplishment. I never, ever thought that I would be able to work full time, run a business full time, and have a baby or now a like busy, busy toddler at home. And I don't have childcare, you guys. I don't. She doesn't go to daycare or school and I don't have someone that comes here to watch her here and there. My husband might be home um, from work, but for the most part, she's here full time. So for me, being a mom of a now two year old, this is still like new water for me. Like I've never had to balance my and I've always been career driven. I've never had to balance that with taking care of a, a child um, and that's not easy. If you're a mom, like you get it. it is not easy, but I did it, I survived, she's thriving, and things are good. So you know and and what I also remind myself and tell yourself this too, when you look at your list and you might have these obstacles that you were pushed up against and still got yourself accomplished, when you look at those obstacles, you have to remind yourself that those are only going those are only a season, right? So if you still have children at home, that's a season. Eventually they're gonna leave and go to school and you're gonna get back all this time, right? Or they're gonna graduate and move out of the house. Like whatever's going on in your life, it's a season, it will pass, it may not pass in another year, but it's temporary, right? So just remember that. I know it's hard to when you have obstacles and challenges and it seems like things are never going to get better. It seems like, you know, you know, why me? Why is this happening? But just understand that things will get better with time. So those are my five tips. I'm going to run through those again. And this is all around how we can eliminate the anxiety around the new year and as it relates to weight and body image. So number one, is remember that the diet industry, they thrive off of this, right? They want you to feel like a failure. They want you to, you know, they're thriving off of your failures or your fear of failure or your perceived failures. Like they are thriving off of how you feel. And because of that, they want you to believe that the person you are on New Year's Eve will magically become this new person on January 1st. And I want you to kick that, just just throw that out of your mind. So the person you are on New Year's Eve is the same person you are on New Year's Day. Which doesn't mean you can't decide to make changes because you can. But number two is to kick the all or nothing thinking. So come up with some goals, come up with some things that you know you could start working on and take that all or nothing thinking and let's leave that behind in the old year. Let's leave that kind of stuff behind, right? Number three is recognizing the power of small steps and small changes. So what small things can you start to, you know, can you change out your drinking real soda for water? Can you change out, you know, think about those things that you could do that, aren't super painful, but would help you on your health and weight loss journeys. Number four is to stay mindful and be in the moment, but be realistic with your time and energy and how much you can actually do in one day. Number five is make a list of all the things you accomplished this year and write down what obstacles we're pushing up against those accomplishments, because that. When you think about, oh my gosh, I got these five things done or these 10, however many things it is, but I was also battling X, Y, and Z, right? So think about that too. I hope this is helpful. I hope this helps you start to paint um, a better picture for how you want next year to look and it takes some of that anxiety away of, you know, feeling like everything has to be perfect by January 1st. It doesn't. It's going to be a process. Losing weight, loving yourself, Loving your body and feeling confident, it's a journey. And it's a journey that I'm going to tell you right now, it never ends because you have to constantly work on it. But it gets easier and it gets, um, once you do this more and you do the work and you become more self-aware, that's when things start to become easier. And then you don't even realize, that's why we have to write down our accomplishments because all of a sudden you don't even realize the thing that would have taken you down two years ago. Now you're able to look at it, say, okay, that happened. I learned from it and I moved on, which a couple years ago, you may have never been able to do that. So <sighs> we will get through this. Um, you can do this. And to close this out, I also want to let you know, because I, this is And I don't say this just because it's mine, because I created this, because it is a tool that helps with all of these things. I want to let you know that the Irresistible You Journal is a great place to start, because the Irresistible You Journal lets you take a before inventory of where you are in your life, the things that you're struggling with, the places that you don't feel confident in, and then it gives you a 90-day journal where you can write down... All of these thoughts and challenges and things that we've talked about for 90 days and then it comes with an after inventory. And I'm telling you this because A, it works. I know that it works. It's the process and the framework that I use and I give to my clients and it is currently on sale on Amazon.com. Now through, I believe the 21st of December, you can get $5 off plus free shipping if you have Prime. So I'm going to put that down in the show notes so that you have access to it. If you haven't ordered yours, this is a great time to get it because it's on sale um, or it makes a great gift for one of your friends or family members. So I just wanted to put that out there so that you are aware Thank you again for being here and listening to the Irresistible You podcast. We will be back next week for probably maybe only one more episode before the end of the year. So thank you so much for your support. I will talk to you soon and stay irresistible.